So let's bring in our next guest, and that's Seth Basham. He's the Managing Director of Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Welcome to the show, uh, Seth. Appreciate you being here today. Thanks for having me. All right, we're talking Chewy earnings. Now, um, you know, you ju just recently raised the price target up to about 100 bucks here. Stock's falling a little bit. We saw, uh, you know, some decent numbers out of them, you know, just a little bit above expectations here. Uh, you know, what's your takeaway from these results? And uh, are you surprised that the stock's down a little bit? Yeah, in our last research now, we commented on the potential for headline risk associated with the earnings report. And I think that's being reflected in stock price reaction right now. The big headline that we saw that is mildly disappointing is around the customer count. So the active customer count was right in line with consensus um, and the company talked to the potential for customer count to not quite be as strong in terms of growth going forward. To date, it's definitely turning faster than pre-pandemic levels, uh, but that could potentially slow going forward. So that active customer count of 19.8 million is something that people are focused on. The other key thing to take away from the report as well, it was quite strong, uh, be especially on the bottom line. Uh, there were, they did not flow through all of that bottom line beat to the updated full year 2021 guidance. So that uh, might be a little bit of a cause for concern as well for this beat and raise type stock. Yeah, and if you look at it, the uh, net sales per active customer was up about 8.7% uh, from last year at about $388. Is that something that you'll focus on? Because, you know, there's a lot of inflationary pressures out there. Uh, you know, maybe people are going back to work. Uh, is this maybe topping out or that growth that we saw throughout the pandemic uh, that kind of sped up their trajectory? Is that uh, going to be probably languishing now for the next, uh, you know, several quarters? That's actually a good news story, and we expect that metric to remain strong, high single digits as high as 10% for the full year of 2021. It's partly a credit to what Chewy is doing to drive sales to active customers. So they're expanding their offering in hard goods, in private label, in prescriptions, and now today they just announced selling fresh food. Uh, so those are all positive drivers. In addition, as their customer base matures, they tend to spend more. So that helps uh, drive the NESPAC calculation higher. Yeah, and uh, you bring up a good point there about the fresh food because they just opened one down the street for me in Chicago here. Uh, I kind of wondered if it looked like a really nice restaurant and they were selling fresh dog food and the margins on those have got to be a lot greater at this point. Is that something uh, where they're going to actually make inroads in uh, and, and try to make that another driver of growth? Certainly. It's definitely a high margin business. Uh, it's the fastest growing area within pet food right now. There are definitely logistical challenges to selling pet food online in terms of delivery, making sure the food stays fresh. But they've created some very good sustainable packaging that they'll talk about more on their conference call today to facilitate that a logistical challenge and drive growth. Yeah. Are, Seth, are you concerned at all about uh, some of the directives that Amazon and Walmart are taking at them? I mean, you know, the 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 pet business is what, two hundred billion dollars and it continues to grow leaps and bounds. Uh, do you uh, do you see any competitive pressures here uh, that might uh, thwart some of the growth that you're expecting out of Chewy? At this stage from competitive point of view, we think that Chewy is top notch. We think that the secular trends are in the company's favor as consumers continue to shift their purchasing habits online. Chewy is getting over half of the sales that are moving online in this category, which is a tremendous amount. And Chewy is expanding beyond its core business of selling pet food and supplies into healthcare. 
and that's a key growth opportunity going forward. And something that the likes of Walmart um, and Amazon aren't doing nearly as aggressively. So we think Chewy's in very good position. Yeah, uh, that's uh, you mentioned that in your note that uh, getting into uh, you know that that healthcare side for animals, which is big margin business, also. Uh, and then you've also got the comp competitions there on that side from Petco ticker symbol Wolf. Also, is that uh, you know is can they co coincide with each other as far as the growth in that area? They definitely can. Uh, this is a pretty highly fragmented area in pet healthcare, especially with the huge number of veterinarians out there. Uh, so there's opportunities for both of them to grow within the healthcare arena. And we expect that healthcare side of the pet industry to be the fastest growing piece for the next couple of years. So it creates even more opportunity. All right, now uh, I wanted to get your take real quick here on uh, RH or the old former restoration hardware. Uh, pretty good results, uh, growing margins, uh, increasing sales, revenue blowout number, uh, which you'd expect. Um, you know, give me your takeaway here because stock did had a, had a really nice session, and I noticed uh, that you also raised your price target on them this morning. Yeah, this is a phenomenal growth story, and from day one since we started covering it, probably four or five years ago. We've had an outperformed rating on it, premised on the fact that the company is a rising luxury brand with tremendous pricing power. And that continues to be reflected in their results. Gross margins are driving the upside for them. In addition, there's very, very strong demand for luxury home goods that they're capitalizing on. Moving forward, they have the opportunity not, even, not only to grow their store base in North America, but also to expand to Europe and potentially other parts of the world and extend their brands into other areas. So those brand extensions and international expansion uh, give the potential for this stock to be much more valuable over the long term. Yeah, and uh, you know, rest, uh, restoration hardware, RH Inc. Uh, you know, the one here in Chicago, it's it's an experience, and that's what they're trying to recreate. They've only got a small footprint as far as the number of stores out there, uh, as it probably takes longer to create those experiences. But is that something that you should focus on with this company, even though it's at a, a you know pretty high price, that they're growing margins and the capability of expansion's got to be right there for uh, for the you know shareholders here. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Their store format is tremendous. It's not a typical store. It's a gallery. It's an experience. It blends residential and retail together. People want to go there for a glass of wine, for a meal, um, and to enjoy the experience. And oftentimes, they'll end up buying a lot of furniture. And that is uh, the way retail is evolving, and they are far ahead of that trend. So they're going to take that model and continue to build galleries both here and internationally with some flagship stores in London and Paris first next year. And we think the brand is going to translate very well. Yeah, that Three Arts Club here in Chicago is a nice one. They've got a great brunch. Uh, I just can't maybe afford some of the couches that I like seeing there. But uh, appreciate it, Seth. Thanks for joining us today. You bet. Take care. All right. That's Seth Basham. He's a managing director of equity research at Wedbush Securities.